Hey everybody, welcome back to Tough Talks, Conversations on Mental Toughness. I am your host, Chris Doris, and every once in a while, we like to switch it up a little bit, and we're doing that this week. We've got another highlight reel for you where we go back into the archives and we, we select a handful or two handfuls of our amazing badass guests and we, uh, we, we pick out some nuggets of mental toughness gold and we put them together in a, in a highlight reel here for you. So we've got that for you today. Now, as a reminder, uh, if you're not getting the notifications of uh, the Tough Talks and blog posts and, and if you aren't getting your 6 a.m. daily dose, the daily dose, that's my morning email blast where I send out the daily dose of mental toughness tips in 30 seconds or less, then we need to address that. Let's go ahead and just resolve that issue, if that's the case, by going to ChristopherDoris.com backslash lists, L-I-S-T-S. ChristopherDoris.com backslash lists. Put your name and email and bam, we hook you up with all the goodies. All right, enjoy the reel. And as always, until next time, create miracles. So once you kind of become conscious of what lights you up, that passion in your heart, yeah. you follow that. Uh, the universe conspires to make it happen for you. Like you know what that reminds have, have you read the book, uh, The Alchemist? Oh, yeah. Okay. One of the best. That's what you're talking right now. That's, yeah. that's the stuff. And it's, it's almost like a signpost. It's like when you feel that energy, when you're talking about something and you can talk about it for hours and you're energized by the topic, like that's a sign that that's what you should be doing with your life. <laughs> so so <clears throat> Deepak, one of my favorite and most influential teachers in history, Deepak Chopra, uh, I love his language. He always used such wild language, but he, he says, uh, inherent within your desires are the mechanics for their own fulfillment. Love. When, for me, if you focus yourself on why you're doing something, the why behind why you're doing something, you end up focusing on not kind of what might happen, but what's possible, right? So mental toughness to me is taking the situation and creating your own reality. And what that gets us is, you know, every day we're exposed to good things and bad things. They just happen. But our ability to be able to take that experience, good or bad, and make it into our own reality and not be kind of a victim to it is our way of looking at life and being mentally tough. Mental toughness for us, for me, and I've talked to a lot of my teams about it, my family about it is, you know, we make a decision as soon as we get out of bed in the morning what kind of day we're going to have. The stuff that happens to us is just stuff that happens to us. But as soon as we get out of bed, if we decide we're going to have a good day, everything that happens during the day is a self-fulfilling prophecy of the, the good day we're going to have. My favorite spot in the world is Hawaii. Mm. And the best thing a Hawaiian can say to you is, man, brah, you're like a local. You're local. Mm. So I'm howly, I'm white as can be. <laughs> and even back when I didn't know anything, I went to Hawaii back in 92. I befriended Hawaiians mm. and they said, brah, you're, you're local. Like you've got a heart like a local. You're not like a howly. You're not like you're sincere. You're genuine. Mm. So that's it. It's like if you can be with someone and it doesn't matter where they're from. And for me, I can be with anyone. I don't care where you're from. I'll break bread with you. I'll be with you. I can be at home in any situation. I can feel comfortable anywhere. 
I'm a local wherever I'm at. So that's what I mean by that. Everything is energy. Uh, everything in our world is energy. The way we think, the furniture we sit on, whatever. Um, the second part of that, though, in that energy, there's information, there's wisdom. And medication can work on an individual who does not have the information in order to heal themselves. And that's where medicine does a great job. It takes the environment that the person's in and his mindset or her mindset, uh, treats the, the, the symptom, and Ooh. they you know, sometimes come away feeling better, and that's great. What I do is I work with individuals to want to get the information, not just, I don't want to motivate your ass and, and get you moving and not give you uh, the tools to work with. So I, I download, or at least I try to, download to you what you need to know about yourself and who you are in this world. And when I think of mental toughness, there's a few things, but the one word I think would be resilience, right? I think that um, I, I take back, you know, when I was a basketball player, there's a couple of things that I used to become um, pretty good. And, and what it was, was you develop some kind of practice first. And I think for you to have, it starts with one practice, but also a mindset of, of how you're looking at things. Um, and for me, that's where the work starts, that it's an inside out kind of thing where it's, if, if you look within for mental toughness, if you look within for your practice, I think that no matter what comes along, whatever whatever circumstances, you're able to be resilient through it. And I saw it in the, in the people I work with, but also in my own personal life, um, that there was an option. There's always an option. There's, there's always an option after the practice, and after you take the 500 shots, after you meditate, after you read, after you get coached. There's always an option in the present moment. Yeah. Right? And I feel like that is what mental toughness is all about. Yeah. I mean, going back to that question, for me, mental toughness is the ability to make a conscious choice of what thought you would like to feed. Wow, let's go ahead and repeat that because that's, that's, that's a bell ringer right there. Can you say that over? So Don't have to be being, verbatim. Yeah, yeah. Mental toughness yeah. is being strong enough to choose consciously what thought or line of thinking you would like to feed. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So in order to even, so in order to even understand that sentence, right, we have to understand something before that, which is that I have thoughts, but I am not my thoughts. Right? That is one aspect of life, which has changed so many things in my life, because when we are a kid, we are very playful and, and kids are not thinking about like, where to get like like uh, get a job tomorrow where where you get the food their only purpose is to be playful so that you can enjoy the life what is happening around you and obviously when you came to me i was this these beautiful girls over there being playful <laughs> and having a lot of good time right in my face and you said will you write something on mine and i looked at you i'm like dude really at this time you said so you are not going to write anything on my, my book. I'm like, okay, whatever comes to me. Because being playful keeps us away from all the bullshit which is happening mm. around us all the time. Where people are telling us, be serious because you don't know how to pay the bill tomorrow. You don't know uh, what is going to happen tomorrow. They are waiting for other shoe to drop and they are not enjoying the present. 
And when you are playful, you bring that thing in you, you become like a kid and you become present in the moment. Mm -hmm. And when you get to that stage and when you are not confused by all the other things which are going to happen to you, that is the time to connect directly to the universe. And that is the time mm -hmm. all the good stuff download to you. Um, and I think, I think mental toughness is, kind of controlling a game me being I kind of look at it as me controlling the game controlling the game I uh, you know I'm a starting pitcher so nothing happens until I make it happen and you know I was told that when I was in Little League you know or whatever maybe maybe my first year of kid pitch say it again I, I mean that's kind of like the first thing that the coaches tell I mean, you nothing, when you're in Little League nothing happens until you make it happen nothing happens until you There's make no it happen. action until you want to throw the ball the game is totally on you oh, right, right, right. and so from a starting pitching standpoint or even a pitcher standpoint you know relief pitchers control the game as well I just think that it's you know unique that we you know you're in a position to control the game you know position players they're at our mercy you know there's guys that are doing different things with trying to disrupt timing and and all kinds of different stuff. And that's kind of become, you know, a major part of pitching now. And, you know, it's just crazy. So I look at it from a, a controlling the game standpoint. You know, when the game's getting out of control, how do you get yourself to a place where you can get back to controlling the game? Sometimes the game snowballs and controls you, but how do you get yourself back? How do you flip it back to the other way? Yeah. It's about acknowledging that in addition to the physical world, the, men the mental world, and the emotional world, it acknowledges that we all have souls, that we're actually souls having a human experience. Mm -hmm. So seeing the loving essence is really learning how to walk around in the world with yourself and others and really get, like, there's, a, there's an essence in this person across from me. Mm -hmm. And even if I don't like what they're saying and even if i'm bothered by what they're doing inside of them <clears throat> a loving essence just like me and if i can have that awareness as i walk around in the world that's a game changer and let's face it given what we're seeing in the world right if i could really acknowledge that people who i profoundly disagree with are are a loving essence just like i am maybe we can all figure this out